welcome to No Page Unturned, the podcast where Christina, Steph, and myself, Josh, go in-depth discussing books, mainly focusing on those written by BIPOC and LGBTQ plus authors. You don't have to read along with us, but be warned, there will be spoilers ahead. There's, uh, these chapters are super short, like most of them, like it's very like quick intercuts between action sequences. Yeah. That's very dramatic, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's like a very... I think it's these chapters that gave me first the biggest, like, Avengers vibe. Like, Absolutely. Battle of New York uh, yeah. vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everything goes wrong. <laughs> Just everything... Everything everywhere all at once goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out Tarendel already did the Ritual of Night. Like a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. And that the Vane were Vores, and they just, they're still Vores, but not in the way that, they just found a way to cheat death, basically, mm-hmm. and didn't tell death because you're not supposed to cheat they, death. They knew she'd be pissed, and she was. And how? Mm-hmm. And how? Yeah, the the oh, scene yeah. where Tarendel is like setting up, like all of his dominoes start to fall, mm. where he like takes the throne and mm-hmm. then sends away uh, Kirill and Theron, and like and and T- uh, Tareth is like noting he like oh he's. Something is happening here because he's sending away anybody that could be like used against him, right? Who mm-hmm. isn't essential. Uh, so like, and, there's a plan here, and the dominoes are falling, but I don't know where the dominoes are going. And Tareth is getting like increasingly intense, and like something is wrong here. Yeah. Also, can we just make fun of Cariel one last time when she gets sent <laughs> away, being butthurt? This is just like she's. <laughs> She's like, how could you betray me? It just, and, and I'm mocking her voice intentionally because, like, come on, girl. Like, but it you... was supposed to be mine. First of all, how did you not see that coming, uh-huh. even in normal circumstances? And second of all, you're not even paying as much attention as a horny 17-year-old. Like, <laughs> that is Trey, like, it's, yeah. it's pure Cariel, uh, like, ego, though. The idea that she was mm-hmm. like, no, it's fine. He doesn't want to be king. He, he would be, you know, he he thinks he'd be a terrible king. He was king and it all went poorly. So he doesn't want to be king. I don't have to worry about him. Where like literally anybody else, she would never trust that motive. But, you know. So lame. Did you see this coming? Oh, no. This specifically? Not no. at all. No. But it's not my job to be queen. It's my job right. to read this book. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember, like, first time reading this book, and the bit where he's like, well, I'm king now. And I was just like, oh, shit! (laughs) Even knowing it's coming, he does a good job. Yeah, it's very good, yeah. Yeah, I got to, like, appreciate it a little bit more this time, Mm because I was, like, looking for all the pieces coming together. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, the star chord voting in his favor, Mm -hmm. and to make him king and making king of both 
uh, kind of Vane, mm-hmm. the Manol, and the Kerpus. And then, you know, it's a, it was a good idea to try to delay yeah. the ritual by having a long coronation, but uh, Thane quickly puts a stop to that. Yeah. Not, not only the goddess of death, but your angry ex. Yeah. And and just just a real irrational ex at that. Like yeah, just, no, she's she's pissed and like tired. She yeah. needs a nap mm-hmm. and like beat up. Like she and she scared. Like, yeah. I still hate her though. <laughs> Josh DM'd me last night. He was like, "I hate Thane." <laughs> <laughs> was this after Christina goes to bedtime? I feel left. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christina goes to bedtime is real early. <laughs> Josh and I. Josh and I may or may not be the people who defend the world because we're up at pretty much like we just change the yeah, times yeah. yeah yeah but yeah they like they go through the whole ritual and it's one that Terendel had memorized mm-hmm. and uh nothing happens and you know Terendel explains like we already did it like yeah the whole it, thing where he objected was a ruse a ruse mm-hmm. a clever ruse <laughs> And then there's a great, like, moment where Thane is like, so I've been made a fool by all sides. And then there's, like, a brief pause. And Tarendal is like, yeah, I guess so. I I wrote it down because it's a really good line. (laughs) But you have to admit, you made it easy. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. I just... Brutal. It's a great line. It's a very dumb thing to say in that moment. But he knows he's going to die, so, like... Fuck it, you might as well go out on a good line, right? Like he knows I mean, that she's she will kill him for this. A hundred percent respect to it, but like, did anybody try de-escalation? No, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no, I, I but she <laughs> she still shouldn't have killed him. Yeah, no, like, and it's not his fault for saying it. Like, control yourself. You're a god, or you think you are. Honestly, that might be that might have been her version of de-escalation she was like oh well i can just kill him and then i can you know mentally command my son who will become the king to yeah, do okay but then she then says she's easy. gonna throw tarandel into like the demons and not let him go to paradise and like yeah, that's the... just rude as heck she that's sucks a little petty and she doesn't like it's so like she just like what does she like closes her fists and his neck snaps or something yeah. yeah. He just, like, dies on the spot. I imagine mm-hmm. it's, like, squeezing the heart. Yeah, yeah. And then she just keeps, like, killing people until, I think, until Ter- Terraith. Until Terraith accepts the... Yeah. Yeah. Until Danos crowns him. Yeah. I think Thane, more than any of the eight immortals, has bought into the, like, the whole grits thing of mm-hmm. that she is a god. And... yeah. No, you're not. You're not a god. You're a guardian of a specific. You're a guardian of entropy. Mm. That doesn't make you a god. And it's moments like this where I'm like, Sanary eh, rolls far right. <laughs> I can. Although we 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 have a really good reason to know that Relos far also shouldn't be getting any props yes. here because we've been following Kieran and Thurvishar, and we know that they were going to take. 
they, yeah. that they had altered the ritual and were going to take all the Tenye and use it to unleash Volkaroth um, right. instead of recontain him. So we've got two opposing sides and then a bunch of, again, horny teenagers in the middle being like, why is it our job? Which, <laughs> fair. Yeah, shouldn't be. Yeah. And there's like, it's there's some really like classic like movie setup where Kieran and Thervishar come show up back in the mantle with Gritz and Relosvar just mm-hmm. as Thane takes Teraith away. Mm-hmm. So it's like they just miss they miss each other by like ten seconds, and then and then we uh, we go to our big battle setup, which is like this is what people this is the kind of stuff that people mean when they talk about like scenes being cinematic like mm-hmm. the idea of like going back to the well of spirals and it's all blasted out and you have gods on the battlefield and like armies of thriss and assassins and oh, fucking elephants yes like yeah i can just like see the camera panning around all these armies in my head uh it's extremely cool mm-hmm. and like some of the gods are on one side and some yeah. of the gods are on the other side. Yes. And we find out uh, Umfer, Galave, and uh, Thane used to be like a married couple, like all three well, of them. Well, married Thrupple. And then, uh, yeah, Thrupple. And uh, Thane was the one that left, but they remained close. Like amicably. Yeah. She's like, so she clearly didn't have all bad breakups. You gotta imagine that some of Tarendel's like quipping, like incessant quipping, might have driven her to an edge <laughs> of some kind. Because like she had a perfectly reasonable breakup with somebody else. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just I'm just seeing the like subtextual bitches be crazy in his stuff and being like, well, well she anyway. she also did totally manipulate him because she didn't return Alana when Alana died because she wanted oh, him no. to be vulnerable so that they could get together so that she could have to Wraith. Thane sucks. Thane sucks. We agree. Yes. I think what makes it kind of like what Thane's actions in these scenes, like even like I, this is the third time I've read this book and even the third time, like I got heated reading mm-hmm. Thane's parts is because she, Relisfar has always been bad. Like, we already know, you know, he wants to get rid of the eight immortals. He wants to be the one immortal. He's always manipulated people. But he's always been honest about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Thane used to be a good person. And yeah. then she has let fear and hubris and uh, arrogance basically get yeah. away from her to become kind of a monster in the end yeah, yeah like what and... is it that kieran says at one point he says something along those lines like she would let the entire von a people die to maybe get a couple hundred years on the volcaros situation mm-hmm. and then would she like even solve it oh like probably this not was, it was the she point had... that king kalanis made like mm-hmm. you had such as I don't remember how many it was. It was like yeah. two thousand years to figure this out, and you just sort of didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, let's not forget that when she's letting people die, 
No, she, she's murdering them. Yeah. Like, she didn't yeah. have to keep up with this ritual. She yeah. deliberately changed it to tie it to people's lives instead of to their immortality. So. Yeah, and she talks about, uh, like, I'm, we're gonna kill Devane, we're gonna, and then we're gonna, uh, re- we're gonna uh, get another couple hundred years, and we're gonna try this again with heroes who will listen to what they're told. So, like, she is fully intent on, it sounds like, killing Kieran Janelle Thurshar as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Especially like, when they and, all asked for volunteers. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. And, like, she has no real plan, though. Like, in mm-hmm. that hundred years, you couldn't figure it out in 2,000 years. What makes you think you're going to figure it out yeah. in a hundred? And she doesn't kill... She doesn't kill Terendel for... Like, you know, for the fact that he could have told her earlier and avoided this whole thing, or ki- killing he didn't she didn't kill Tarendel because you know out of fear. Like she, he literally says it. Like sh- she kills Tarendel because Tarendel made her look foolish, mm-hmm. and like. You're you were a person, and now you you're not a god. You're there. You're not gods, and so like her killing Tarendel makes me more mad than Relisvar and Senerei killing people in Jorat and turning them into demons. Because I don't know. It just it like it feels more of a petty betray- uh, betrayal than anything Relshar has done yet. It's it's that, like, balance is like, what is more fucked up? Is it more fucked up for somebody to murder someone for a petty, yeah, a petty personal grievance? Or is it more fucked up for, some, you know, to murder thousands of people because you know, the ends justify the means, like, the, the greater good, right? Like, and that's something that Jen Lyons plays with a lot in these books, is there are lots of different types of bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lots of very compromised types of good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, she, and you know, she's a hypocrite, too, because she used the, the Kraken to manipulate Kieran. Yep. yep. Yeah. So we've got this battle. It's um, extremely And good. let's, um, let's, let's, let's talk about how devastating this battle was. Because not everybody manages to do action and emotion at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that Jen Lyons does a really good job of making the cinematic personal and the personal cinematic, right? Like, mm-hmm. in in terms of you've got fucking gods and elephants flying all over the place, and yet it's really hard to watch Kieran try and fail to stop Tarith. Like... Tarith can't stop dancing. He's like the princess in that story where they put on the iron shoes. I forget that there are a bunch of them. And just that's rougher than a bunch of like lizard people smacking other people. I yeah. Yeah. And the the Taja death scene is like Oh my god, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. I might hate uh Argus more than I hate for that because that I was just was like happy that he died it was so yeah, petty fu- yeah. in a Argus. way that didn't even like there wasn't anything at stake there no. it was just like 
it could have been that that I mean, speaking of the Avengers, like it could have been that scene in Civil War where Clint and Natasha are kind of like punching each other, but they don't mean it, and they're just like, "All right, people are fighting. We're not <laughs> mad at each other." Um, it could have been like that, but no. Argus does Natasha basically with the same thing that Thane does to Tarendel. Like he yeah. he goes from trying to negotiate with Taja to killing her simply because Taja made fun of him. Like yeah. she has like a, a remark about you know, oh, you needed help with fixing that uh you know the the crystal. Mm-hmm. And he immediately goes from trying to talk to her to well i guess i'm gonna kill you now because you made fun of me and it's the same thing as uh you know thane a killing tarendel for making her look like a fool like it's it's a reminder that um everything senere tries to tell other people they're not gods they're just powerful beings yeah mm-hmm But yeah, it's uh, it's extremely rad. Where like he he attacks her like, and he's got crazy weapons like he big wheels covered in razors and all sorts of weird stuff. So he he attacks her and injures her, and then he kind of like taunts her. He's like, oh, I guess you didn't see this, did you? And she says, actually, I did. And then Javon kills the fuck out of him with her dead. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's good. Javon turning Ethaniel into a spear and then yeah. throwing it, like mm-hmm. piercing his heart, was so awesome. Yes, yes. There's definitely moments of just like, oh my god, it was so satisfying. I can't like the words; they don't come. Yeah, yeah, like emotionally devastating, but also like fuck yeah. <laughs> and like right before that, they have the scene where like. Thervishar and Senere and Janelle and Kieran are fighting together and then oh fuck Zaltaroff shows up yeah and now they know well like Janelle knows that Zaltaroff mm-hmm. has eaten souls before that are on this battlefield and she could do it again and they Kieran's like you gotta go take care of Zaltaroth right now and then like Thervishar is protesting, like, no, you're gonna die as soon as uh, we leave. And then, like, something, like, a big stone (laughs) falls between them. And then Kieran looks at the stone and then looks up at Thervishar. And they remember that. And they remember that he has Taja on his side. And then Taja dies. And then they have the scene where. He trips on a root. He (laughs) trips on a root. And it's not a magical root. It's just a regular, plain old root. And he immediately thinks something. Something's wrong here. Something happened with Taja. I'm in trouble here. Yeah. Uh, Much with the scene where. You go. Sorry. Much with the scene where Tareth takes half a chapter to realize that it's not Janelle. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's great that. Nobody in this book series is stupid. Yeah. Like every logical conclusion that the reader reaches, Jen Lyons is right there, and she's like, "Uh huh, no, we're good. Don't yeah. worry. I thought yeah. about that." Yeah. Uh, Janelle has a really good bit at the beginning where they're like looking up at the platform in the distance, and there's all you know all crazy stuff happening between. She's like, "Well, horses would be handy now." <laughs> I don't that think they want Janelle. The Earth is opening up in front of you. 
She's a real... Wait for it. One trick pony. Oh, God. Okay. I know. Go to the garbage can. Um, Oh, I thought you were going to say... uh, It's my home. I thought you were going to say Thane is a real girl boss. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was thinking of the scene, um, that same scene where, like, Janelle remembers that Thane can become a dragon. Right. <laughs> in my in my head, for some reason, I thought it'd be really funny if Janelle said, "Ah, Thanny's really having a real girl boss moment." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Thanny is a girl boss. Powerful, ultimately very problematic. Mm. Causes a lot of strife for people that wasn't yeah. necessary. A little off topic, but isn't it funny how like we had one year where girl boss was a positive thing, and then. <laughs> <laughs> It was like one year in 2012 oh, where yeah. a girl boss was good, and then it went all that downhill MLMs from there. And ruined it all. Mm-hmm. And and Elizabeth Holmes. And yeah. Just. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So. Uh, the J- Janelle's weird demon brother is here, too. Rocks up, starts killing demons. Another then, thing I, I totally missed on the that. first oh, read. Yeah, well, totally missed we can't it. talk about why it's relevant, but just like, just mark it. Yeah, but and, I mean, it's uh, a whole scene. So if you're reading this that book, you know it's important, especially if you're on the third book of this series, where every detail given this yeah, like this, given char- more this character than, like, shown a up paragraph. Twice now, so yeah, yeah, uh, and and I forgot this. Okay, so. Uh, this was my interpretation of it, but let me know what you guys think. So there's a bit where, yeah, so like Zeldroth shows up and Thane is like, oh, fuck. Or sorry, Janelle is like, oh, fuck. And she intervenes to save Relos Var from Thane and Zeldroth. Is that because she is like the worst, Janelle is thinking that like the worst possible option would be if Zeldroth ate Relos Var? I think so. Or that Zeldroth is the worst option yeah. in general. Because, yeah, there's a bit where she's like, I can't believe I'm about to do this, and she, like, saves Relosvar for some demons. Yeah, because now she knows that Zaltaroth can... Re- is, like, repeating things in yeah. cycles. Mm-hmm. So... And that Zaltaroth already has some of these souls mm-hmm. within... So to get more seems like the worst case scenario. Yeah, especially Relosvar souls. That would be bad. And then and then she regrets it because while Relosvar immediately. Yeah. While Relosvar doesn't kill Galave, Relosvar does give uh Zaltaroth the opportunity to eat Galave's souls. Which, you know, seems bad. Seems very it's bad. It's not good. It's not good. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then there's this kind of like sad moment where Relosvar is leaving and he's like, Senere, come on. And you can tell she she's conflicted, right? Like she's like, you know, kind of been told by her shitty dad that it's time to go. But she wants to hang out and stay with her friends. Yeah. Her, her non- God, demon murdering. Yes, yes. Friends. Why did he leave? I'm trying to remember. Because he was He's done. done. Yeah, he didn't yeah, need he anything, anything else. else. Oh, and then he fucking just, like, stabs Taya emotionally 
uh, right at the end there, mentioning that Rolamar is dead, and I guess Rolamar is Taya's son. I think he's Taya and Rello's far's son, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because Taya used to be Irissa, I think, who is a student slash lover. Yeah. And and he... uh, Shit, I'm losing so many details. Come back to me. (laughs) Oh, he lets Gris die. Too. Oh, yes. Yes. He uh, had the opportunity to save Grist from. Grist appears a... to die. I like, mean, sure. But no, he still Nobody lets it seems very convinced that he's dead. Like, they don't find a body. So. I mean, listen, as someone who's read these books and still doesn't remember because there are so many goddamn details, <laughs> it's very suspenseful for me. There you go. If the ritual was not stopped yet, I'm I'm still trying to figure out why Relisfar leaves. He was never going to get what he wanted from it because they changed the glyphs. Yeah. Um, so he just has to regroup. Uh, there's no reason for him to stick around and risk. Because Thane is still stomping around and he doesn't want to get smacked. Although, he was kind of smacking her down as a dragon. He had more experience. I think, like... Also, getting Galave out of the picture works for him, too, because if he mm-hmm. can limit resurrections, like, the the other side can't resurrect people, that is, like, a huge advantage that they had. So if he's, like, assuming that Thane is going to die or be incapacitated and Galave is dead, he's like, great, now that's, like, one less thing I have to deal with and I need to go figure out what my next step's gonna be once they can't uh, resurrect each other over and over again. Also, also Zaltaroth almost killing him, probably. Yeah, that might have because that too. was like a fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Also, before we get too much further from it, I just realized last time we had some confusion. I had some confusion about why Janelle was in this space that was kind of like a mm-hmm. diamond. Mm-hmm. It was because she was in her own Sali stone. Yeah. And I forgot that, so I just wanted to register it, um, especially because um, it comes up again when Siobhan mm. is like, did, yeah. we get, did we get Sulis finally? And they're like, <laughs> no. And Sulis had tricked Javon into thinking uh, she had Sally's of Javon's husband and mm-hmm. son when it turns out it was Janelle in the Sally Stone. Mm-hmm. So it was all for nothing. Well, not all for nothing. To yeah. save Janelle, but like, the the Javon was never going to get what she wanted. Kieran gets up the platform to Thane is, and like, it's a, it's a really interesting moment, actually, when he gets up there and realizes that, like, he can't fight her. Like, this is not going to be an epic sword battle where he, yeah, he rescues the princess and, and like, no, he's like, he gets, it's like, I can't. I I don't have, you know, my whatever's happened to Taja, I don't have my luck right now. You know, she's in she's a insanely powerful, fast thousands and thousands of years of sword play. Uh and yeah, no, I don't know. He, so he just kind of like tries to up. not die. And she enjoys toying with him, which is shitty of her. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, she's like slicing him up. While her son is right there. I do like that he pulls uh, one trick that Tarendel taught him 
Anna mm. just pisses off. And... Yeah. I don't think I can forgive Thene for uh for for her individual sins, which is like she just like her son was just a contingency plan. Yeah. Her, like she was just like, oh, it turns out I don't care about you. Like I'm just gonna force you to do this thing that's gonna kill you, and and kill a bunch of people. That's yeah. Talk about like. Anyway, I, I won't. I won't. Well, I was about no. to spoil Gideon the Ninth. Never mind. But no, you're right. Because like that, we talk about we talked about this, and I think they they talked about it in the beginning of this book. Thane was a soldier, and she doesn't see and like like Rellos far. She doesn't see people as people. She sees mm-hmm. them as tools. And yeah. it's like a little it's like discussed a little bit earlier in the book where it just seems like, you know, they sort of like rationalize Thane's behavior of like, oh, she compartmentalizes people as tools, but she doesn't actually see them as tools. But it turns out, yeah, she does. And her son is like she literally manipulated um you know Tarendel, Farron, Cariel, uh, to, you know, have Kieran and have Terraith for these prophecies. I mean, it's always been, like, a little bit, it's always kind of played for laughs that, like, Terraith remembers his past life and it makes it, like, mostly what it does is make things awkward between him and Janelle, but, like, that's a really fucked up thing to do to someone who is yeah. your child. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. So. Doesn't Janelle do that? It wasn't Syndral who did that in the past? Not to, uh... Well, Thane, like, arranged the souls, yeah. Ah, uh, right. That's true. Okay, yeah. Little shitty. But then she dies, Yay. But it's also sad. But also her son is forced to kill her. Oh my god, it's so sad. It's really But But that moment before that, where it goes from not an epic sword fight Ooh. to then suddenly an yes. epic sword fight. Yeah, like, <laughs> where, like fucking Cariel, like, blows up, like, Theron, Cariel, Talia, and Javon, and then he, you know... He catches her yeah. Thanriel and, <laughs> and Javon like slides like, yeah. over. <laughs> and then like it's that part where like he's starting to get the upper hand in the sword fight and because now he's a threat and then yeah. oh man. Ugh. Oh, and the little detail of because Thane touched or Thanriel, <gasps> it breaks the trance so on Terraith. Oh my so god. Then, yeah. So that's very good. Yeah, it's 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 like such a good good final fight and good like yeah like emotionally like complex and right uh dramatic for, scene yeah for Terraith it sucks but for me yeah. I'm very satisfied <laughs> yeah 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 the, the the bit um in like the last chapter where they talk about how like they're each taking turns being with Terraith so mm-hmm. that like he doesn't hurt himself, or like that he's just like been staring at walls for like three days. Yeah, like ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Yep. yeah. 
And like now half of the eight immortals are gone. Yeah. A really, really crucial half. They don't have resurrection. Yeah. Uh, They don't have the person that makes the bodies. Yep, they don't have... I don't have any Galava luck. to do any any help with gender, so Dorna. Yeah. Let's not forget Dorna. Um, yeah, they can't like make any new like warning crystals or anything. Like, yeah. And they also can't repeat what Gris did that we learned he did early in the book because mm. everybody essential for that yeah. is gone, yeah. including Gris supposedly. But we do get we get two key pieces of information. One of which is Talia. So before she mm. dies, Taja gives Talia a coin for luck. For luck, quote unquote. Mm. So we don't know what that means yet. I mean, we do, but you don't. Yeah. Um, and uh, we also get some interesting, um, like, well, we get the last chapter, which is. Also very rough in a different way. Um, yeah. But, but we know that we, we finally understand kind of what's been happening with Kieran's souls. Like, we've known it for the book, but now Kieran has a sense of what to do for it. Yeah. Um, and how to not play by the rules of everybody else, which is kind of mm-hmm. like, you lose sight of it in this book, but that's the point. How do you not play for either side? Because mm-hmm. these last few battle chapters have proven that both sides suck. Oh, Can you man. tell that the author was an American? Anyway. <laughs> and that scene, like, where Taja gives Talia the coin and then tells, uh, I forget if it's Talia or somewhere else, where she says, remind Kieran of uh, what I said. And I'm like, you know, you have you can make your own choice in this. And then the story literally stops. Where Thervishar is like, I could, we could take a break right now, and like Kieran is like tearing up, for, mm-hmm. in that scene. I was like, oh my god, yeah, it's sad. Mm-hmm. I do like the little bit too, like because you know you have this very emotionally heavy stuff, lots of deaths, um, and then and then there's this nice little mm, bit of humor at the end where uh, Thervishar is making shit up again, and he's like, I hope Sarah <laughs> doesn't get mad. I'm gonna try to make sure she never sees this. Hmm. Which is the part that he made up? Uh, the I was bit confused where by the, that part. The Talon and Kieran conversation, uh, or the bit where like she's basically taken him, killed him. They, they where they go to like Karis Golgoth. She kills him, uh, eats his okay. brain, and then leaves in as him, and then his like ghost is hanging around. I was slightly confused by that. I don't know why this time around. I don't think I was confused about it for the first time. Because he says that, and then literally Thervishar is in the scene. Yeah, and then, yeah. He, but he's not at the Karis Golgoth bit. Yeah. So that's, yeah. yeah. At first yeah. I was like, oh, wait, but he's here. But they're at the last little bit. Um, yeah. He's not there for you. No. Uh, yeah. What did you think of this ending the first time you read this? I was like, what? Unexpected. Very unexpected. Because, like, even if it goes the way that, like, Kieran, like, wants, like, his body's gone. So that was a bit where I was like, how is this gonna... What? I thought 
this was the end of uh, Kieran's relationship with Janelle and Therese the first time I read this. Because throughout this book, you know, they, they talks about, like, Kieran making decisions on his own and sort of like the trust between mm-hmm. Janelle and Therese and the trust between Kieran and Therese and Kieran and Janelle and all matters in between them. Mm-hmm. And then he sort of like makes a decision on his own at the end that doesn't yeah. tell them. So I thought this was like, this was the, this was like the breaking point. Like the, I'm sacrificing not only my body, but my relationships to do the right thing or what I think is the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's very Kieran. Christina, what did you think when you first read this ending? I found the, the explanations surprisingly satisfying for how confused I usually am. Like, there's always, like, a minimum, like, 5 to 15% confusion level in reading these books, especially the first time. But everything about how uh, Tarendel had already performed the ritual, everything about how uh, Thane had been betrayed or felt that she was betrayed, everything about Zeltaroth and everything about Rolospar, like, you have a lot of players in there with, with... Goals that are not, like, usually most fantasy is diametrically opposed. It's black and white, it's good and bad. Here we have a lot of different players on a lot of different levels. So we've got the fight for the throne, which actually is relevant to the final battle. Um, But there's also the escalation and, like, all the gods fighting. And then there's the demons. Like, Zaltaroth showing up is, like, the worst possible thing that could happen. And it's always nice, like... To see an author take that advice about a machine gun. Um, it's like, if, if the plot ever lags, bring in a guy with a machine gun. And Jen Lyons is like, great, handing out machine guns. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's surprising how well it works, given how... It's like three-dimensional chess, which like nobody actually plays. But it's, like, it's very impressive. So this time around, I was able to get a little bit more of the detail, but... Yeah, it was it was impressive too how much I remembered from like the the major like touch points, which is not due to my memory; it's due to Jen Lyons' good writing and like good plotting. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, like was the first book where uh, you you had a pretty good sense of like what is going to happen next book because next book presumably is going to deal with the fact that okay, Kieran's dead, Talon's. Uh, pretending to be him and he's hanging out as a ghost and he wants to heal Volkaroth somehow. We don't know what that means yet but like it's yeah maybe the the first of the books where it's like okay I have a good sense of what the next book is at least going to kind of be about whereas the other ones have been not self-contained but like the stories Mm -hmm. within them have been a little self-contained and we don't necessarily get the like cliffhanger that's a really good point, yeah. Usually you have a sense of, like, okay, the next big bad. Yeah. Uh, but oh, this okay. is just so, kind of like, whoa. It's also because we know more of the world now and all the established players are, like, on the field. Well, 
Maybe not, but uh, <laughs> as far as we know, yeah. like the first book ends with him going to look for the Black Knight in a place oh, that true, we yeah. don't, mm-hmm. in a place that we don't know yeah. for a character we don't know, and then the second book ends with, you know, Valkaroth waking up, and you know they just had the Battle of the Trinity, and we don't know where they're going or what their goal is or what they're going to do next. And that's literally what is set in the beginning of this book. You know, the eight immortals show up and they go, yeah, you need to t- talk to the Vane and sets the goal for them. Well, and now at the end of this book, you know, the goal is Kieran, uh, you know, recombining with Valkaroth and figuring that out. And then the fallout of what that will mean. Mm-hmm. And then the fallout of, you know, the finale of this book. Yeah. Yeah, all the dead gods and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, usually there's not so much cleanup to do at the mm. end of a book. Um, the the body count on this one was high. And yeah. the level of unexpected death on oh this my one was also high. <laughs> all those, like, Thriss and, like, oh Black Brotherhood assassins. <laughs> what do you do with an elephant corpse? Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, who's gonna clean? Who's gonna clean this up? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and the the like so the well of spirals has been destroyed, and like they they're kind of like oh it's fine, like you know we can rebuild it. It's gonna take a while. Uh, yeah, can you, can you imagine like the Vane like janitorial team just rocking up, <laughs> and be like, oh my, what? Oh, but okay. now the Vane have to be like extra safe. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, like. Uh, don't don't pick up that piece of paper. You might get a paper cut. We can't make you a new body right now. Well, yeah, like from book two to book three, there technically is a fallout, and we get at the beginning of um, this book, but we didn't know that. Yeah. This mm-hmm. this has feels like has a definite. Oh, there's going to be yeah. consequences because yeah. this. Like, I can already feel Janelle be pissed. Yeah, this feels like the, like, you know how, um, this feels like the finale of a season, almost, or, like, uh, and then, like, a new arc, like, a new arc Mm -hmm. that connects to the old arc is gonna happen in the next book. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all connected. Yeah. It also it also feels like there was a writer's strike and all the writers were like, We're gonna kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> See what you can do without us, bitches. All these actors are asking for too much money. <laughs> Nobody so can remember all the characters. Off. We gotta kill a bunch of them off. Yeah. Which I mean that's not actually going to help. Uh, like the the list of names in the back and the the relationships <laughs> there too only get more complicated. Bigger. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. Wow. I mean, this, this you know for fourteen or thirteen chapters or whatever we had, it's all pretty straightforward because not only are some of the chapters short and it's very like everybody's in the same place, things are more or less happening like boom, 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 boom. Um, we so, have most yeah. of the answers. Yeah. 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 So I don't have actually too much more to say other than just emotional devastation. The only thing that I wanted to bring up maybe was um, in the middle of everything, 
Thurvishar was curious about, uh, so Relosvar says something like, so Thane is tying Tarath to the entire Vane nation, mm-hmm. the same way that Grist did to Kor. And oh, then they yes. never follow up. And I think what they're talking about, I think the Crown and Scepter get all their power from the core oh. citizens. Right. I think that's where it all comes from, but I'm not 100% sure because they never confirm it or follow up. Ooh. But I had it starred from the first time I read it because at this point I was like making notes in the margins like a, mm-hmm. like a, I mean, these are going to be annotated texts at this point. They're going on my scholarship shelf, not on my fiction shelf. Isn't yeah. there a, a mark of like, it's like taking Tenye, like Gris, but like, isn't there a mark of like, like the Vane around them are starting to look like more weary and like it it's like taking a different kind of energy from the Vane that the the crown and scepter like I imagine Gris made it so the Tenye, the crown and scepter take from the citizens of Kor is not like it's powerful but not debilitating. <laughs> it's like it needs a teeny bit from everybody, but it adds up to it a might lot. Be, yeah. Okay, that makes I mean, sense. It might be taking like Tenye from their like misery because mm-hmm. it seems like yeah. a terrible place. I don't know. The, and anyway, also that's just a theory. I mean, like that's what that was my best guess. But that is there weird. another theory? Because I, I I really don't know. No, I think that's the right theory. Yeah, that sounds okay. correct. So, because yeah, how else would it be so powerful? Like, yeah, I don't really have a good explanation for that. Yeah, I'm trying to find the exact. It's on page 277 of the hardcover, um, which I can't see because it got dark where I am. Yeah, I'm going to take a pause right now and turn on the light because I look really creepy. Yeah, I noticed that and it was like... (laughs) But yeah, he does remark about the, you know, what Chris does to Kor, but it doesn't give any more detail than that. Because Thurvishar tries to ask and then it just sort of like moves on because there's, you know, more important matters happening yeah. at the time. There's nothing more important than my baby Thurvishar getting his answers. <laughs> but I, I, it, it probably has to do with the crown and scepter. Yeah, I think so. But not it's in my a guess, but, I mean, it kill might have all to the do people with, like, way. The emperor or like something that powers the, the arena or I don't know. Anyway. If I were on Twitter, I'd ask Jen Lyons. Otherwise, honestly, it's probably it. a detail that we can't remember because there is something with the nobles and the emperor that I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. That's explained yeah. in the first book and never brought up again. Who knows? You know, it probably comes up again. That is what that's what I'm going to say right now. It probably comes up again, and we forgot because we do this all the time. Where we're, we're, <laughs> we're like, I don't remember. I don't think it ever comes up again, and then it comes up like two chapters later. It literally happened this episode. We were yeah. like, why is Janelle in a weird uh, crystal? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. because she's in a crystal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, th- I think that's it. And Yeah. So, like, before we end, like, just, like, give a... What is, what is your overall opinion of this book? Like, of Memory of Souls? I think in the this series? is my favorite of the first three. The second time I read it, I liked it a lot more. Um, which isn't to say I didn't like it the first time. Um, it's a lot the first time, which I know we say that about all of them. But this one has like, <laughs> also the most came out characters. Like, 
yeah and, and stuff yeah and uh but yeah this one is like yeah it's nice to have all the characters like fully present in the narrative and you start to see all these intersections of people that you spent a lot of time with but they haven't necessarily interacted that much mm -hmm. um so you get a lot of that and it's great the book also came out during the like height of 2020 pandemic oh, so God. it's like that's a good point yeah i think i think that probably played a role that i'm not encompassing right now but i think i found a lot of the vane stuff to be like all right this is nice but like what i i i found a lot of the stuff in jarat and yor like i just just found those cultures more interesting mm -hmm. like the vane are just like yeah. They're just like horny and high all the time, they're which is like horny, great, horny but elves. not yeah. Yeah, they're just like okay, they're yeah, they're jungle elves, mm -hmm. um, which is an ideal lifestyle, like oh yeah, personally, but not like dramatically. Yeah, like funny um, politics takes up a lot of this book, and it seems like it shouldn't matter that much. And there are there are mm -hmm. bits and bobs that don't necessarily matter as much, but it all does serve the larger narrative in the end. And it's super interesting, and I do, I actually really do like fantasy politics. Like, when you set up a really nice, like, totally unrelated thing, like, I can't stand watching my own country's politics, because it makes me sad, but, like, actually dramatic politics, like, yeah. it's cool. Right. Um, and th that that I felt a lot more, because I understood a lot more this time around. I wasn't like, wait a minute, he body swapped with whom? And now I'm like, oh, she has to yeah. marry her own wife who divorced her soul? with murder. Uh... Yeah. I mean, it does say something for me that my favorite parts are when they get out of the mantle. You know, I guess when that's fair. Thervishar and Kirin leave. Yeah. But I don't know how. I don't know where I would rank this in. Like, I, I still. Out of the first three, the second is still number one, but I feel like. This book is in third. It's tied with second okay. for with Ruin of Kings because it's just it's still really really good. Yeah, and it's like I I don't really have anything negative to say about it, but yeah, yeah. Any any overall impressions of the book, like stuff you noticed about? Now that you get to look back on the whole thing of it, although we've taken multiple yeah, the, months the, to read the, it. the whole Thane thing was like foreshadowed the entire oh, yeah. time, <laughs> and I did not yeah. pick up on I it. I totally messed up. And the the yeah. fact that Tarendel knew that the Vane were already not immortal. Yeah, like right. now rereading, I saw it in every conversation he had, like leading up for like half of the book, and I remember the mm -hmm. first time reading it, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Well, that came out of nowhere. No, no, it didn't. It was there. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy that this book is about a group of people who all get to be individuals. Mm. Like, there's some interesting stuff going on that I haven't fully thought about, about how, like, about the greater good stuff that you were talking about earlier and, like, how you need people who care about each other. You can't just have one hero. 
Because then that one hero sacrifices themselves mm. and they slaughter the individual for the greater good. When you have four chosen heroes, then they all care about each other and you don't want any of them to die or get hurt or have their, their sweet little research laboratories like decimated. <laughs> I love Thurishar so much. Mm. Um, and that that sets up a very different dynamic when you're talking about like Relisvar and Thane and everyone is willing to sacrifice either one person or infinite people seemingly. And it's mm. like the lines for whether you're a good person are actually really complicated and nuanced. Like it's not just like, no, you're the bad guy. It's like, well, Relisvar is a point. It's just that you know, that cost is too high and refusing to pay it is a moral imperative. So, interesting stuff. Yeah. Plus Tarath and Kieran kiss. Yeah. And they kiss! Yeah. There's lots of, and everybody has sex, except, yeah. well, okay, not everyone. Kieran and this book Drake is very good for the, uh, yeah. the Tarath, Janelle, Kieran dynamic. Mm-hmm. And even the Janelle, Tarath, Kieran, Thurvishar dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we get just really just excellent banter between Tarendel and Theron, like just banging <laughs> on each other yeah. for like half the book. And they're dumb idiot sons who are in love. Yeah, if your son doesn't marry my son. It's great. Yeah. Be very upset. Yeah, all the like it's so sweet at the end, the moment that Tarendel has with Tarath, where he's like, I love yeah. you, I'm proud of you. Also, if you don't marry Kieran, what the fuck are you doing? It's <laughs> great. Yeah, and I like the you know Senere getting her point of view mm. chapters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Senere and Thervishar actually interacting with each other is adorable. Yes. Oh, I love them. Senere's coming around. <laughs> she wants to hang out. She wants to be friends. I know that she is like the palest person ever, and like mostly dresses in pale clothing. But she's just like she's the crankiest little goth girl. <laughs> Totally, yeah. Gen- Jenny Ortega can play. Yeah, yeah. Center there we the, go. Yeah, movie. she's a inverted Wednesday Adams. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. Just bleach those braids. We're we're all set. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it now, I would say the Ruin of Kings is a better overall plot, but this book has much more more scenes that I love. Yeah. Yeah, because in Ruin of Kings, like, it's, yeah, the, the the story is really good, but you're still kind of learning a lot, whereas in this, mm-hmm. like, yeah, things are a little more settled, you know who these characters are, and so then seeing them get to all just, like, interact and mingle and make out is all the more satisfying. And, like, Senere having to admit that she cares about yeah. Janelle. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's good. It's great. It's a this book is more enjoyable, but Ruin of Kings was more exciting. Because I was like, you That's can good. do that? What? Yeah. Was, you know, there was That's a, a, there was a lot more, it. like, uh, astonishment about the book itself. But this mm-hmm. one is just like, I love you guys. Yeah. I guess in Ruin of Kings, everybody you hate dies. But yeah. in this book, only one person you hate dies. And it, it comes at the cost of, like, four other characters you like. Yeah. 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 So that's, yeah. I guess Kieran technically dies, so this too. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of people that you like die, but only yeah. one person you don't like die. I mean, yeah. no, that's a, no. 
I don't like Argus either. Argus also sucked. Yeah. 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 And Rolamar. And I, I don't guess. really care about. I mean, King. Uh, Kalanis. Nobody cared about King nah, Kalanis. Nah. It's not that I hated him though, because he had a really good point. Mm. It was like you've right. had a while. It was like one of those like a shitty clock is right twice a day. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's exactly. like. <laughs> He's like the bad guy in an Adam Sandler movie where <laughs> you just kind of hate them. Because you're supposed to, even yeah. though they're like, yeah. yeah, but you get your kids off on time. Yeah. So they're, they're hoity-toity and yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Books. Well, Books. Thanks, thanks for listening. Uh, Steph, what are you reading? Uh, what am I reading? I'm reading uh, The Empire of Exiles, which... Uh, Josh recommended, and I am reading Tales of the Astonishing Black Spark, and I am reading House with Good Bones by T. Kingfisher. I am also reading House with Good Bones and her and King T. Kingfisher's other self-published release, Illuminations. It's very cute. Uh, Josh, uh, I'm about to start Black Spark. Uh... But I just finished um, The World We Became by N.K. Jemison and its previous book, The City We Became by N.K. Jemison, and highly recommend them. Cool. Well, you can find us on geeklyinc.com slash reading, and Josh? You can find you can find me on Twitter still at 405wits, and uh, you can find me on Hive at uh, Best Book Machine. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think if there's anything else, um, you can find me on Twitch at 4 or 5 Wits. Um, and that's it for now. Like, who knows what the social media game will be like in six months by the time this comes out. Comes out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Steph, Steph. Uh, where can we find you? You can find me in all the various internet places at Steph O. Kingston. And you can no longer find me on Twitter, uh, but you can find me on Mastodon as Christina Ladd on home.social or on Instagram as Christina M. Ladd. Oh, yeah. Um, books. 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 Thank you for listening to No Page Unturned, part of the Geekly Inc. podcast family. If you like the show, please show us some love with a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Page Podcast. The show is edited by me, Steph Kingston. Our amazing theme music is by Bad Sparrow, and you can check them out at Bad Sparrow Music. And our cover art is by Chango Chimango, who you can check out on Instagram and Twitter at Chango Chimango.